So yesterday I was in a situation where I witnessed something that I felt like was kind of an inappropriate um, situation or circumstance that was going on. And it just kind of led me to start thinking how people don't put enough boundaries up in their lives. And uh, so I just thought that today it would be a good idea for us just to kind of talk through some different boundaries in marriage and maybe even not just in marriage, but just boundaries in our lives um, so that we can protect ourselves and protect our marriages. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant back with you today, and we're going to be talking about something that we've probably touched on several times. I mean, we've done 60-something episodes now, so uh, I didn't take the time to go back and just look and think through every single one of them um, to see if we had done uh, this specific topic, but I know that we've touched on it multiple times because it is such an important part of our story and an important part of marriage, and it should be an important part of everybody's story. So um, today we're going to talk about boundaries and why they should be uh, there for your protection. Um, They're not to harm you. They're not to hinder you. uh, They're just to protect you and your marriage. And so we're going to talk through some of those things today. And, um, you know, when I was thinking about boundaries, first of all, I started thinking, you know, obviously the boundaries we go to first and think about first are the boundaries that you put to protect your marriage. And really, you know, specifically, it would be to protect your marriage from falling into some sort of inappropriate relationship, um, which could lead to an affair, emotional, physical, whatever. Um, But there's also, I mean, there's, there's tons of other things that you could, that you need boundaries for in your life. Can you think of some other, you're like, you're like, what? That's all I know. (laughs) No, I mean, obviously I've been thinking through and focusing on the ones um, for marriage, but not just like you said, to keep you from falling into um, unfaithfulness or an inappropriate relation, inappropriate, yeah, inappropriate relationship, but also just from boundaries to keep you safe from becoming somebody that your partner doesn't desire Mm -hmm. or um, you know, specifically because we're believers, I want to be the godliest woman that I can be, um, as a mom, as a, uh, a teacher, as a, um, friend, as a, as a, as a wife. And I don't want, I want to put up boundaries that will keep my heart pure in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. So not just in marriage, but it is in marriage because I'm trying to be the person mm-hmm. that I should be in marriage. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. So even like boundaries for yourself 
those help protect your marriage, yeah. even though they're not specifically for yeah. your marriage and unfaithfulness and all of that. Yeah. It, does that make sense? Or did yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I just think blah, it's a big, blah. no, no, no. I just okay. think it's this big, huge topic though, that, I mean, we don't have time to talk about all the different boundaries. There's actually, uh, Henry Cloud does a great series of books on boundaries. And I mean, there's boundaries that he has a book that's just boundaries. Then he has mm-hmm. one that's on boundaries for marriage and boundaries and kids and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So there's a lot of, I mean, we could, I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm thinking of all the stuff that maybe doesn't even necessarily have to do specifically um, with, like, protecting yourself from inappropriate relationships, mm-hmm. but, like... Like, work boundaries. Work boundaries. Yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount of time. The amount of TV you watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got in-laws mm-hmm. and family and, you know, the the, you know, just having boundaries of... Um, how much people are going to suck the life out of you. Yeah, but name one of them that doesn't come back to affecting your marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do affect your <laughs> yeah. marriage. And and I think that's what I'm saying is all of those, yes, those are all marriage things. But they're not all things that are protecting you from potentially having an affair. Right. And I'm not, and, and this is not just, hey, we want you to put all these boundaries up so that you don't have an affair. It is that. Um, but there's, there's so many people out there that their marriages are in s- such a place that like, that's not what they're thinking about. Sure. They're not thinking, sure. oh no, if we yeah. don't do these things, we're going to, and we don't want to put that fear into people, no, but it's just, these are the thing, these are some things that like respect. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a healthy respect. Mm-hmm. And it's also a respect of knowing that if you don't have these boundaries up, you could easily slip into a situation that you were not expecting. Right. Um, That's right. Which is our story. So, That's right. um, so just to start off, um, I have a question for you. So, do you have? I did a little research. That you did not tell me. <laughs> I did a little research. I did some research on on the on the internet. On the internet. Um, do you happen to know the top places? that affairs begin can you think of what would you think would be the first place gym no work work dang i should have said work. percent 85 mm-hmm. i almost said work can we stop and start over <laughs> nope <laughs> nope but See, y'all gym be... is number two the gym the gym is number two number three oh, it was number two Come okay on. hold on hold on you All should right, be work, able to get the top three gym oh Jim, I was going to say church, but that's not right. <laughs> it's on the list. Is it really? Absolutely. Okay, work, gym, I don't know. Social media. So, oh, I, that's not a place. Yeah. I was thinking like a building. It is. It's yeah, the it is virtual world. That's true. It is Social definitely media. a place. Yeah, I should have done that. So I got the top six. The top okay. six are work, mm-hmm. gym, mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. Through a social circle, so like friends, sure. somebody that's already a friend. Um, the fifth one was a little interesting, but I I can see it. It's volunteering together. So somebody oh, yeah. that actually bonds, you yep. bond with that's over because you a have common, a heart for something that cause. somebody else does. Yep. And then the sixth one was was church. Church, really. And a lot of that, I think, and you know, that's because of the vulnerability mm-hmm. that might take place. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why you hear of so many. Yeah pastors and you know getting into situations yep. like that because there's this 
vulnerability and sharing and and I've heard youth pastors say don't pray with your girlfriend yeah <laughs> because it's just intimate That's right. it's an and it's and and you're you get in a place to where like you said it vulnerable mm-hmm. where you're just sharing your deepest hurts and de- deepest concerns and then it connects you to them yep all right so you know obviously we have mentioned that that kind of the focus we've got to kind of narrow down our focus there's no way we could just talk about this forever and ever but our focus would be when you're trying to um, set some boundaries and you're protecting yourself and you're protecting your marriage, then the first place you're going to start is what What are you going to do? What boundaries are you going to have in place with members of the opposite sex? So um, let's just go through and just kind of tell some of our boundaries and just some of the boundaries that we know are super important in that area. And like these are things that, that I would say if you're you know, getting dangerously close to one of these and you think, oh, it's no big deal, you should consider. I mean, these are things, it's not like, I mean, we have big, massive, extreme boundaries um, because we have walked through infidelity, Mm -hmm. but we also are telling you this because if we, if these things had been in place, then we may not have been in the situation right. that we were can, in. Can I give the, an example yeah. that maybe will help explain this a little bit? We um, walked with a couple who the husband dealt with pornography. Okay. We we walked through that um, with, you know, how to get through that, how to work through that, boundaries that you can put in place. Well, one of their boundaries that they came up with is he did not work on his computer unless he was in the kitchen or in the den with her and he put a password on it. Nope. She put a pass. He had her put a password on it so that he couldn't get on the computer unless she put in the password mm-hmm. and she was right there and could look over his shoulder at any point. She was cooking, whatever, cleaning, doing, you know, folding clothes and he's right there working on his computer. Well, do we expect everybody to tell their wife to put a password on their computer? No. But if you, you might hear that and go, okay, well, what is something that I could do? Not that extreme that I could put into place as a boundary so that I'm not tempted in that area. For example, don't use your computer in your bedroom when you're in there by yourself. Always use your computer in, in the family room. Mm -hmm. That's not extreme, but hearing an extreme one might get you thinking, what would be a good way that I could um, put a little boundary in my life so that I don't get sucked into that situation? Yeah. Was that a good example? Yeah, that was a great example. So uh, while we're there, why don't we just talk for a minute about phones, computers, tablets, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So Never have a password that your spouse does not know. 100%. That's not, I mean, why? Yeah, why right. would you have an, if you need a password because of your kids not getting on your phone um, or something like that, what, I mean, you don't even have a password. Actually, I don't either. Now that there's Face ID, mm. people may not we put do. as many I think passwords. we do have them, but I oh, have I have yeah. one, but ours is the same. Yeah, My it password's is. the same. And let's not password. tell them because they might want it. <laughs> But But that's right. The reason why, and I didn't have one forever and ever, but then it got to a point where there's so much stuff in my phone that if I lost my phone, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. want somebody to be, I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell everybody on the air what all's on my phone as far as, (laughs) but you know, but I I think that, um, yeah, that's a, that's a key one. Like you shouldn't have one, a password that your spouse doesn't know. 
we were when we went to our marriage intensive ten years ago. Um, you know, it was a if you haven't heard us talk about the marriage intensive. Uh, we were for a week. We were in a counseling situation where there were two counselors, uh, a man and a woman, and then there were it was us and four other couples. Everybody a wreck, you know, mm-hmm. kind of last ditch effort to save their marriage, that sort of thing. And there was a couple in there that um, the wife had a password on her phone, and we talked about it in the group, and she absolutely refused Mm -hmm. she She was like and and she just couldn't do it she said there's no way that is my life that's my privacy Mm -hmm. he doesn't need and we we both said I mean even in the in the midst of everything we were going through we were like no way they'll make it nope and I don't think they did Mm -mm. but um anyway so that's that's a that's a big one like just you everything needs to be in the open um you know if you if you have stuff on your phone or computer or tablet that you're hiding, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't have, there shouldn't right. be anything that you're, like if your spouse walked in and saw you, no matter what, whether it was who you were texting, what you were looking at, um, and you were scared or embarrassed mm-hmm. or afraid mm-hmm. that they might have seen it, then it's wrong. Right, right. And you don't, I mean, this doesn't mean that you should go and get your spouse's phone and scroll through it and read everything. I mean, you could, but it gives the impression of, I don't trust you, so let me see what you're up to, Mm -hmm. you know. But when you put a password on it, you're saying, I have something to hide from you. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have a password, they don't know. It's, you're, you're, and so, of course, your spouse is going to be curious, and they're going to, think well gosh what does she have on there what does he have on there that he doesn't want me mm-hmm. to see you know so in in putting a password on it it's kind of sus yep well let's roll this right into mem- people members of the opposite sex so mm-hmm. how should you handle texting social media phone calls with uh people of the opposite sex mm-hmm how do I handle it? As a general rule, I do not text men unless I have you or their spouse in the text thread. Um, I like my very best friend. I have to text her husband sometimes about eBay questions. Well, I just put her in them. And she doesn't care. She knows why I do it. She just ignores them. I mean, she reads them, but, you know, she knows I'm not talking to her. But it's just security. It's respecting her because I'm saying I'm texting your husband about something. So here it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm also respecting you by not texting another man. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that. And I do the same thing, you know, there's, it does, there's some hard parts of this because of work and mm-hmm. the different jobs sure. and stuff. And I know you're in that situation yep. too sometimes because you're a teacher and mm-hmm. I know sometimes dads are having to text you mm-hmm. or male teachers, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just, that's just part of it. Um, same with me. There's people that are trying to, you know, register their kids for soccer mm-hmm. and, you sure. know, a mom will call or text or whatever. And, and it's, it, first of all, it's uncomfortable every time. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Sure. Um, although, I'm not accusing or blaming. I mean, that's just how people communicate mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. But if I ever get to a point where it's not uncomfortable then, and I don't have some sort of a check in my spirit, mm-hmm. then there's something wrong. Yeah. So, so our encouragement to you would be, you know, as best you can, mm-hmm. 
you know, always include someone else, include your spouse, include someone else in the conversation, you know, if it's a, or, if it's a text. Like if I had to text a coworker about something that's a male, I could just put in another coworker. That's not as weird as putting in my husband. Right, know? right, right. Like if I texted a male coworker, I could just put in another co- coworker and say, what do y'all yeah. think about this? Just somebody else, some accountability. And I would say, when you find yourself in situations like the soccer registration or the dad that texts about something, as long as it's a B conversation, right. like that we've talked about, you know, what number is homework, whatever, when's it due or what practice is what time those are direct questions and direct answers. I don't get really uncomfortable about that, but if it were ever to shift into something else, how was your day? Mm-hmm. We have a problem. Yeah. And I would even say if there's a couple out there that's listening and you've been through something traumatic and there are trust issues, you know, instead of the whole, you know, grabbing their phone every night mm-hmm. and saying, let me look at what, what's been happening today. You know, maybe it is that you've set these boundaries and you've said, hey, we're not going to text or call or communicate with members of the opposite sex alone, you know, and we, you know, there is the realization that it may happen mm-hmm. work-related, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And maybe you just kind of agree as you're healing and you're learning that you sit down together at night and you're just like, hey, I just wanted you to know this text came through. Mm-hmm. So instead of like, oh gosh, I better delete it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this person asked me a question and it's a somebody, it's a girl and I should delete it. So instead of doing that, you just, out of respect, you say, hey, I want you to know, I got this text today and this is the way I answered it. That's the end of it. Yep. You know, I, it's just everything being above board. And social media is such a huge one because, you know, you can just get sucked into you know, looking at stuff. An too, instant message. Yes, and, and nobody th- that's right. That Nobody's and, seeing that, yeah. and you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're thinking, well, my spouse is not going to go through. And, and I'll be honest, I mean, even when you guys reach out to us mm-hmm. as a couple, we're very careful mm-hmm. about responding. And so if it's a female, mm-hmm. we try for Heather to respond to a female. If it's mm-hmm. a male, I try to respond. And if for whatever reason, it's been several days, and Heather hasn't had time, you know, if I respond, you won't know that it's me. Like, I won't mm-hmm. respond to it as if it's me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's it's coming from us. Right, right. Because, because right. I don't ever, we don't ever want there to be an emotional connection right. between a guy and you mm-hmm. or a girl and me and so and that account goes to both of our phones right right and right both of our computers yeah so we, we can, can look see. at it at yeah. any time yeah, yeah. but it's just it is it's just I mean we want y'all to know we do we listen to all I mean we read everything we respond to everything but we're even careful yep. really careful about the way that we respond mm-hmm. um, because there are times where because a lot of for some reason like I'm the one that was was unfaithful but a lot of the people that reach out to us, maybe it was the man that was unfaithful mm-hmm. and I can relate more to him mm-hmm. because I was in his shoes and I need to speak some hard truth to him, but it's always, you're there, you're reading it, you know, that type of thing. I would just say for situations, I mean, gosh, we've only, we sorry, have, we're, we're, uh, yeah, we're that's bad. On we're spot. on one boundary, <laughs> but as far as social, the, 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 digital stuff mm-hmm. just just be, be extreme mm-hmm. and be extreme because yep. what's it gonna hurt yep. like be extreme yeah um the other one 
this is the seems like it would be obvious, but it's just not for a mm-hmm. lot of people. But don't ever be alone mm-hmm. with a member of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And in the car. That's right. At like, lunch. Yes. And I mean, you tell a story a lot about not going to the coffee don't pot. Don't go to the coffee pot. Yep. And if you are going to the coffee pot at your office because you know so and so is going to be there and they always give you a compliment or they always look at your butt or whatever, you always are going to be affirmed because that person's there. Quit going to the coffee mm-hmm. pot. Yep. And I, you know, this is one of those that I just think there's, there's, you just have to draw a line and say, I am never going to be alone with Mm -hmm. someone from the opposite sex. And look, I know that there's weird situations that happen at work and you may be in a situation at work where you're like, well, I can't, there's, you Mm -hmm. know, this is something, well, your spouse needs to be so involved mm-hmm. in what's going on. I mean, they need to be comfortable the door and know open if everything. It's a, yeah. If it's an office well, situation. We were on vacation uh, a couple of weeks ago and before before school started back and um I mean we were up in Louisville, Kentucky and we were eating at a restaurant. It was just our family and I saw we were eating brunch and before we were leaving to go to another town and I saw a couple and it was very clear that they were having a work session of some sort, mm-hmm. but they were having lunch, I mean, having this brunch together. And it made me uncomfortable um, because I knew that they were just there working together. Um, they had their, com- you know, one of them had their computer out or whatever. And I'm not saying that anything inappropriate went on, but because sometimes you may have to travel with a member of the mm-hmm. opposite sex. Those situations, th- if, if I could look into their life, what I would have hoped happened would have been they came separately, mm-hmm. met there, they had their, their meeting in a public, in a public place, place sure. which I get it, and then they left and left separately mm-hmm. different cars, yep. even if they were going back the same Absolutely. place. Those are just the kind of things that you just, you you put those boundaries up and you don't, like, just no excuses. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I know people can say, oh, well, I'm in this situation. I'm in this situation. Well, if it is, and if it's something that you just cannot avoid, your spouse just needs to be all over it. Like, knows everything. Yep. Uh, um, Okay. I'm not going to tell that story because we're still on this one thing. Yeah. It it was a good one, though. (laughs) Well, I'll tell it another time. You can tell it. No. Okay, I'll tell it. So, I'll never forget our pastor told us this. He was, not our current pastor, our old pastor. He was driving home. He passed a church member, a lady, all by herself on the side of the road. Car was broken down. It was pouring down rain. He stopped, let her take his car. Yep, yep. And went home, got her husband, they brought his car back. Cause he didn't want to ride with her in the car. He said, I, somebody would have seen us Mm -hmm. and been like, why are they in the car together? I wonder Mm -hmm. where they're going. It's just, and somebody just turned us off because they were like, good Lord, that's extreme, but it's not. Well, the reason why I don't feel, you know, as I was thinking about what we were going to talk about, I was like, you know, people might think that we're crazy when we're saying some of this stuff, but here's the thing. There's a lot of people that can say this stuff, and you can look at them and go, that's crazy. We walk through it. Yep. And so if if you 
if you just don't want to listen to what we have to say, you don't have to. that's okay. But we're just trying to say these are things that we should have had in place. And if we had had these, mm-hmm. in, these in place, we would not have gotten in the situation. Right. You wouldn't have been in the nope. situation that you were in if we had had the boundaries in place. That's right. So, look, again, we say this all the time. It's our story. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not being cocky. Yep. But, like, we lived you can't, it. And you can't argue with... The fact that our boundaries make both of us exceedingly happy and both of us very trustworthy in each other's eyes. Yep, definitely. So with members of the opposite sex, obviously this is a no-brainer, but like no flirting. Like Mm -hmm. even like if you try to pull that bull about it's my personality, Mm -hmm. I'm just such a friendly, well, great, be friendly to girls, Mm -hmm. but like, don't be, I mean, and I'm not telling you be a jerk to the members of the Mm -hmm. opposite sex, but there's no reason for flirting, and if Mm -hmm. you're just trying to get attention by being funny and sweet and whatever, and I mean, you know, we've told this story too, but one time when we were going through the mess that we were going through, you told me one time, you said, People, th- you know, some of your fr- or girls mm-hmm. think that I don't like them because mm-hmm. of the way that I treat them. And maybe I'm, maybe I was being way too extreme, but like even the no frontal hugs, mm-hmm. like if you're going to hug somebody, hug them from the side. Mm-hmm. But I did, I mean, yes, I probably did take it even more to an extreme because I just was never going to be put in a position where it felt like I was flirting with somebody mm-hmm. or was taking what they were flirting with me mm-hmm. and receiving running with it. receiving mm-hmm. it and running mm-hmm. with it. So uh but anyway, that's a that's a big one. I mean, that one seems like a no brainer, but good grief. It's People not. do it and they don't think and they <laughs> yeah. don't think they're doing yeah. it. Or they just think it's a little innocent thing just for fun. Yeah. And it it's not. Obviously the conversations that you have with members of the opposite sex, like you should never complain about your spouse mm-hmm. to to a member of the opposite sex. You should never share deep emotional mm-hmm. anything. Um, if you, know. you ever say, oh, gosh, my spouse would never let me talk to them about this, mm-hmm. um, there's a problem. Yeah. yeah, You don't talk to people about things and make it and justify it because your spouse doesn't like to listen to it. Even if it's at work, like you're talking about somebody like uh, not a patient, but a like a situation at work and you're like, well, I wouldn't tell my spouse this because they don't even know them. They wouldn't care. But yet you're having a deep conversation with somebody else at your office about them. It's not okay. Mm -hmm. Can you think of anything else like that goes along? I've got a couple more things, but they kind of tilt away from the whole um, inappropriate relationship kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So they're just Mm -hmm. other boundaries. No, I think I, that, those, that, good. those were good. Yeah. If I um if I think of another one, I'll let you okay. know. Okay. Well, the other couple of things that I was just thinking about was, you know, a big one. Don't don't be places you're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like don't put yourself in situations and this may not even necessarily be member of the opposite sex, but like, you know, if you have problems with alcohol, then don't go to a bar, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, don't put yourself in positions that are going to compromise. Mm-hmm. So put those boundaries if up. If you have, if you like to eat a lot of sugar, don't go to Crumble Cookie. Yeah. Holy moly, <laughs> that place. <laughs> Ooh, we went there for the first time. Yeah. It was really good. Okay, sorry. Um, So that, I mean, that one's a, that one's a big one. Don't go somewhere you shouldn't go, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you have a problem with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, travel is a big one because... You know, I travel. I mean, we have to travel sometimes Mm -hmm. by ourselves. We've got a kid that's in college, and so, you know, we go at separate times and stuff. 
And I'm going to tell you, I like this, not even thinking about it, but I can't even remember the last time I turned on a television in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know we have cell phones and you can still look at cell phones and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's just something about, you know, just boundaries. Like, like, I mean, I've heard of people, I mean, I've heard of pastors, not even pastors, but I did hear a pastor say one time that he unplugs. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. it's Craig Rochelle says he Mm -hmm. unplugs the TV when he goes Mm -hmm. and travels. Um, I just, I mean, like the last time when I was up there this past week, uh, helping Luke move into college, I was like, I didn't turn on TV. Mm-hmm. Like I never, so. It wasn't football season though. Well, that is true. I definitely. <laughs> A little ESPN action will get you. That is, that, there you go. Just put it on ESPN and don't change the channel. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I just think that, you know, making sure that you're just, your spouse knows where you are all the time. Um, again, it's not a smothering thing. No. It's just a respect. respect. And we've yep. we've shared this before, but for the longest, and Heather will still do it from time to time, but she'll take a picture of where she is and send it to me. so that Not I, in a, here, let me take a picture of the building, but I try to do it in a fun way where I put myself in it or who I'm with and saying, having fun, yeah. still here, sorry we're late, something and, like and that. And for, and for, a long time, I mean, maybe even a couple of years after everything happened, you would do that knowing that you needed sure. to show me where you were, mm-hmm. um, you know, for for me to learn to trust you again. But, you know, even now, it's just, hey, I've been gone for a while, and, you know, I'm somewhere where I'm no- normally not going to be, so I need to make sure that, you know, my right. spouse knows that I am where I say I'm going to be. Was that your last one? Yeah, are we much. are we out of time? Close. But okay, Jane, okay. I'm, I'm, are you ready? Yeah, I'm go. throwing the. You know, you do this to me all the time. You'll say I'm gonna throw one your way, and I have no idea. Well, I'm throwing one back at you, baby. Oh boy. You ready? Oh boy. So I'm fixing to have but to answer something. My best friend is a boy. Oh yeah, that's baloney. <laughs> there are people out there that will argue you up and down, Rusty. That they. There, it's easier to be friends, especially girls. Girls love to say this. Girls are so dramatic, so all my best friends are boys. And and I get that. And here's what I would have to say to that: if if that you know if that's the case, then you should have stayed single. <laughs> you know because wait, you don't. No, I just thought that was funny how you said it. Well, because once you get married, mm-hmm. that's your spouse's role. Yep. And I know that the spouse is going to fail you and let you down and not meet all those needs, but that's your covenant relationship and your covenant commitment to your spouse. And, you know, you're just, I'm, I'm just telling you, if, if you say that the guy is your, or a member of the opposite sex is your best friend, let me just say you're playing with fire. Mm-hmm. That's and right. you may think it's innocent and your spouse may yep. even agree well, and think and it's innocent. You can say. Give it time. Y- yeah. And yeah. I'm just, I, look, and I'm praying, preach, and preach. I'm praying that you're not one of, the, one of the ones that would fall into that. That's right. If, Me? No. <laughs> no, whoever is out there going, oh, well, my yeah, best friend's a member right. of the opposite sex. I'm praying that you would not be one of those that would fall into that. But I'm also telling you, mm-hmm. as someone that has lived through the worst of worst, mm-hmm. run mm-hmm. from that. That's right. It, yeah. No relationship is more important than the relationship with your spouse that's right you got to give it up yep you got to give it or be friends with 
couple friends. And that's that, if your spouse is comfortable with that. That's right. Because sure. there's a lot sure, of sure, situations sure. that happen where you may there may be a relationship with somebody of the opposite sex, and your spouse isn't real comfortable with it, and you keep trying to convince <laughs> them, no, but they're just friends. They're just friends. Maybe we could be friends together that's with right. their spouse with the spouse too as a couple and if your spouse says oh heck no i don't Red feel flag. comfortable then done yeah, done like done, done. yeah done and look we have we've counseled a lot of couples and talked to a lot of couples where this was the very issue yep. and they've done what and they have followed our <laughs> suggestion strong strong he did the wording. strong suggestion mm-hmm. And I would say that they would now say it was the right thing to do. Absolutely. And not only that, but would come back and say, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. how dependent I had been on that other friend and what it was taking away. Takes away from from your spouse. Because once you once you get rid of that relationship and put all your energy and Mm -hmm. focus, then that part your marriage improves. And you don't see it until you step away from it. Hey, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but we're pretty passionate about this subject. I probably got a little loud on some of it. But I'm gonna Don't go to the coffee pot. Look, we've had people even on this very day that have told us thank you for speaking truth and not sugarcoating stuff Mm -hmm. with us. If you want somebody to make you feel good and just be sugar-coated about everything, then, I mean... This I, ain't it. This, this is not <laughs> it. We're going to tell you like it is. That's how we live our life. So, um, I hope we weren't too hard, I though. Know. But, what hey, our, we love what y'all. If, what if our followers go down after today? <laughs> hey, we're going to... You know what? We had a message. That's we right. believe that this is what God was telling us to share. We're going to trust right. God. And we're going to believe that... Are actually, you know, if it if it matters to one person, then That's it right. was worth it. The narrow path. That's right. But uh, we believe that God's going to honor what we have to say yep. today. So, all right, we're going to sign off because we went a little over what we normally do, Sorry. but uh, we had to we had to talk about it. So um, we'll see you guys next week. We enjoyed being with you. Make sure you go and follow us, rate us, review us. That would be a great thing to help us out. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye.